0: What happens when two parent coaches, one a Christian, and the other an agnostic Jew, sit down to talk about parenting? They take their listeners from surviving to thriving. I'm Dina Thayer, and I'm Kira Dorian.
1: Welcome to Raising Adults, a podcast
0: brought to you by Future Focused Parenting.
1: Hi, everybody. It's Dina and Kira here with yet another episode of Raising Adults. And what's really fun about today is this is actually the last one before we take a little break for the holidays. And so we're going to actually discuss the holidays and the crazy that comes with that, which I'm sure... You will all relate to in one fashion or another because we've all been there with just things going wild. And before we launch into that, we also just want to remind you of our exciting new online courses that are up on the website now. And we have three of them, one that takes a nice dive into our philosophy and really explains the the fundamentals of what are all the pieces that come together to really parent with an eye toward the future and toward raising adults, which is why we named our podcast What We Did. And then Kira also has an online course specifically about emotional intelligence, which is amazing and just packed with so many strategies for teaching kids empathy and Just great tools for pulling apart feelings and behavior. So many things, just things you wouldn't want to parent without. And then I also have an online course on infant sleep that just talks through some really practical ways to bring some gentle routine into your baby's day and help with establishing circadian rhythms. And we have a discount.
0: We do. Uh, If you go to our shop page com slash shop or click on that shop tab and when you go to check out enter the code RAISINGADULTS all one word all caps we will give you an extra 15% off on top of the huge sale that we're currently running so it's already over 60% off right now um, and then you get that extra 15% off for being a listener
1: so thanks listeners see it pays to be a podcast listener yes indeed. it's yeah. well worthwhile so be aware though that although we're taking a break as we head into the holidays and all that comes with that and we won't be releasing that regular weekly episode we wanted to make you aware to keep keep on downloading stay subscribed because there are going to be some spin cycles coming out over the break we've had some listener questions and we're going to be addressing those and those will be popping in here and there so we just wanted to make you aware of that and some really good topics to be thinking about well maybe you have more of a chance to breathe and think or maybe not you might be cooking and wrapping gifts and going nuts that's also possible
0: (laughs) And we have some exciting guests come January in the second half of the season. Um, We've got Alexandra from Big Life Journal, so, the creator of. Uh, Big Life Journal, Alexandra Idens is going to be on the show and we've also got an amazing woman who wrote an incredible book about kids and money who's coming on the show and we have a very special guest that we won't tell you about who's going to be a little bit of a surprise uh, coming on the show as well. So lots of cool people that are going to be with us at the second
1: half of the season. Yeah, we're excited to learn from them and let them share some of their wisdom with you. So we have good people coming your way. All right.
0: (laughs) Are we ready? No, I'm never ready. <laughs> the holidays make you never ready. Like, even just the thought of talking about them, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's real. It's happening. I love the holidays. I mean, you know this. We talked about this. Like, I'm a Christmas junkie. Right. I'm the Jew who loves Christmas. Um, <laughs> That's like a book title, I, I feel know. like. The Jew who loves Christmas. <laughs> totally. Let's make I that am. film. I am. I'm totally obsessed with Christmas. I love it so much. But it is fraught. I mean... It's fraught for so many different reasons, for so many different people in so many different ways, right? It
1: brings a lot of emotions to the surface. I think there's things that come up that people don't have to deal with in a lot of the other part of the year. So there's obligations that we maybe don't have on our time, on our resources, and then also just the joys of dealing with extended family, which many people do don't see their family regularly throughout the year and then all of a sudden have to do that. And sometimes if there's challenging relationships or what have you, that can be really tricky to navigate.
0: Well, and it's funny because I feel like the media sells the holidays, you know, like it's so warm and cozy and magical and happy. And I mean, I think it it really can be. And that's definitely been my experience a lot of the time. But I actually think for a lot of people, that's just the opposite of what they experience. It's hassled. It's crazy. They're running all over the place trying to see everyone. um, And they're missing out on what they're being sold as this magical, mystical, wonderful time. And that can create some yucky feelings as well, right?
1: Right. Yeah. Because on top of then it being challenging, it's also like, well, why am I feeling this way? Because it it's supposed to be this other way. I think it reminds me a little bit of, of parents who struggle after a baby yes, is born. I was literally we're like,
0: just thinking we're that. We're told
1: it's going to be this Kodak <laughs> moment that's in literally. the rocking chair. And you're like, I'm not sure I like this small person. And I'm exhausted. And I haven't showered. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you, know? you
0: literally just read my mind. That was insane. <gasps> I was going to say that. And then you said it. You're, well, you're a genius. This might be why we're co-hosts. I think maybe. Um, yeah, I think that's really true. And then you've got, you know, like, even I, I watched the homework Christmas movies. I'm going to out myself. Um. I love them so much. (laughs) They are perfect for juice for Christmas. (laughs) They really are. And, um, but again, it's like, if you look really carefully, I don't know, I'm sure some of our listeners secretly watch too. Um, If you look at like the backdrop, It's like Christmas barfed into (laughs) these set designs, right? Like everything. There are like random stockings hung in places you would never hang a stocking and, you know, just decorations everywhere. But what it it really sets you up for failure because you look around your house and you're like, well, my house doesn't have like Christmas barfed in it. And really, I don't really want it to. And it's just funny how like how the media just portrays how things are supposed to be mm-hmm. and sets us up for feelings of failure. I think that's just in, in lots of
1: cases like the birth of a baby, like the holiday season, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. And something that's come into focus for me, too, which is at least worth mentioning, is just the pressure that comes, I think, for a lot of us as parents, but even just as coworkers or as people cuz i know that sometimes i'll ha- i'll come up upon a particular christmas year and now i got a gift from someone who's never done that before oh. and so now i'm in the like oh do i reciprocate what does this mean have we entered a new stage in our relationship what's the budget i just don't like all the ambiguity and the questions that that brings up for me. And I'm also a person who really cares about etiquette. So I don't want to get it wrong. I mean, you should I, try being <clears throat> Jewish in this situation
0: because it's not like I have an entire childhood of some sort of experience of when it's appropriate to give a gift and when it's not. It is literally a mystery to me, a mystery every year. I'm like, I just don't know who I'm going to get a gift from. And I am ill prepared. But then I play my Jew card. I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Jewish. Oh. I didn't know quite handy but just so you know i got you a christmas gift last year but you do not have to get me one it was because i got her um an ornament that looks like our headphones yes which is pretty amazing but that was just for funsies you don't
1: ever have to feel just for funsies <laughs> no, <laughs> no pressure <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yeah so that just that and to me then it kind of i was talking about this with my mom then it kind of wrecks the fun because then i'm just stressed out. And I think the idea of giving it should be this spontaneous. I just want to. And and don't you, I mean, I'm not a Jew and I feel ill-prepared half the time because I think <laughs> people run the gamut on both ends of the yeah. spectrum to like family only to this is an excuse to buy a gift for everyone I've ever known. <laughs> I mean, really, some people go crazy. I
0: know. And then I worry, like, do they feel pressured to do that? And now they're spending their money yeah, I don't know. I mean, See, we could do a whole episode led on led to more giving. questions than answers. I know, I know. So what is, I mean, do we even talk about a why when it comes to this? Is there a why? Like surviving is Does my you why? Have to? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Coffee is my why? Yeah. <laughs> But what does it look like? Like, I think it would be good, though, because we have an interesting between us as always an interesting mix, right? So you have the blended family issue, which not all of our listeners are in a blended family, but a lot of our listeners probably have parents that are blended right. or, or they're dealing with that themselves. Um and then I have the multi faith dynamic because this year once again Hanukkah smack on Christmas, and when those two worlds collide, it's something. It's a lo- lot of celebrating and a lot
1: of lights. <laughs> <laughs> so many lights. Uh, yeah, totally. yeah, I don't know. I mean, if, if if it's really a why around how I parent around the holidays, because it's more just I have to do this <laughs> how part. I survived. Yes, the this is how I emerged with maybe my sanity intact. <laughs> I don't know if I can even say that. So yeah, we have this two household dynamic. And I love that you mentioned that there's a lot of adult children of divorce because even for those of you who aren't parenting through this, you might be an adult figuring out how do I see my mom and my dad and make sure my kids see all the grandparents if your parents got remarried or for some people that happened multiple times. I mean, that that is just tricky. I mean, Scott and I still will go, now. Do we have the kids on Thanksgiving this year or is it Christmas? I mean, we have to even just check when do we have people and mm-hmm. and how to make sure everybody gets to see everybody and it's fair. And then this year we're adding the fun of like we have one at college. So when she's home, I want to like see her all the weeks she's home, but – her dad is planning a trip to California, which is totally his right. And so we've been like navigating like, oh, yeah, he needs to be able to do that. Like it's his, his time with her. But like, no, I don't want you to take her away. She's already away all the time. Right. I mean, so it's just, I don't know. I don't even know that I have anything amazing to say, except I just want our listeners to know that it's like very real and that we sit in the heart of that every single year. And especially now that we're And I don't know, some of our listeners might be doing this too, but when you start to launch some, then it's like an effort to actually get everyone back together because you're bringing them in maybe from other states or from other areas. And can we even get all seven of us in the room together? I mean, I'm hoping we will be able to, but it's now going to require different things, Mm -hmm. like airline tickets. I mean, this is just really different. And and then still wanting to be fair to those other biological parents. So those of you who are navigating that as an adult child of divorce, I I really feel for that because I'm thinking about my kids when, once they grow up and how they're going to try to feel this probably some pressure to make it fair, which is so awful. But I think That's what we fall into. I think we as parents even fall into that sometimes with our kids. I know Scott and I talked forever about the Christmas budget and, like, how do we do that? Is it by number of gifts? Is it by dollar amount? So, I mean, think about that, like this idea of equity and what that must be like for someone trying to please both parents who are no longer together. I mean, wow.
0: Well, and I think what's coming up for me as I'm listening to this, because I, I will say we have a different kind of crazy in our house, but it, it's not that, right? You know, we, right? Luckily, we don't fight over the holidays at all. You know, Dave's parents don't do Thanksgiving. There's no question about where we spend Thanksgiving. They're British, um, <laughs> and you know, my family, like Christmas, my dad participates, but he he doesn't care, you know. So when they're here visiting, he's happy to give over to them. for So we don't deal with that. We deal with other stuff. But what comes up for me as I'm hearing it from you and from other people is kind of back to that idea of like the photo album and the selfish parenting that I talk about Mm a lot. Um, And that's not to say that you need to bulldoze one side of the family or the other. But I, I do think that taking this time because we're right on the cusp of the holidays right this episode's airing you know the week before thanksgiving to really think about what do i want in my mental photo album for this season what matters to me and how do i prioritize that and carve that out because much like we talked about over the summer that you only get 18 summers well guess what you only get 18 holiday seasons as well and then you're in this are they coming home are they not coming home what's you know so i think it's really important that as parents we are getting really clear on what matters to me. And maybe that's one dinner altogether or maybe that's taking Santa photos or, you know, I don't know. It could be different for everybody. This is what's so great about thinking about your why it matters to you. But coming back to that and not being afraid to say, I want this. This part really matters to me and I'm willing to give up the rest and be flexible with the rest mm-hmm. if I get to keep
1: this one part. That's that's really good advice. and it, And it's... It can be true for whichever area you pick, right? Because right. like I said at the top of the episode, the gifts kind of are stress point for me. So one of the things I love is that when our extended family gets together, and I have so many cousins, I can't even with that. Like, I love that, that I at least get to see them once a year. There's this touch point for sure. But I love that we play that game where you draw a number. Oh, that's so, so smart. So you don't have to figure out who to My buy a gift friend. for. Yeah, it's so amazing. And what they've kind of done is like Christmas – for us is like, it's really about the littler kids. So the little kids will often get gifts from the aunties and uncles, but like all us adults, we just play that game and you don't even have to play it, it's like optional. If you wanna bring a gift for the game, great. And I, it's taken off so much pressure and I have been so thankful for that. Because that's honestly, I mean, that sounds like grinchy a little bit maybe, but it's the worst part for me because I really want somebody to like what I give if I've put in the time and the effort and my money. And then I am and then I wonder who, who all is included on the guest list. And I don't know, I, the gift guest list, whatever the gift list. What is that? <laughs> so that's one thing that has really helped. And it just struck me as, yeah, that's one of those things where it's really important to me that I don't end up so stressed about gifts that it ruins the fun. And so that has been a really helpful thing. I didn't institute it, my aunt who hosts did, but it's something I'm so grateful for. And I think it's something a family could say, you know what, can we make this some kind of fun exchange or play a game? Or if that's your stress point, if the stress point is the food, get okay with some store-bought stuff. Like oh, we've amen. also had to do that. Like yeah. just be all right with it. Like I love baking. So every year now at Thanksgiving, I make the dessert, but I'm not trying to deal with making sure a turkey and potatoes and these things are all done at the same time. That always was my mom's least it's the timing. timing. I was like what my mom always hated. She's like, something's gonna be cold or something's not gonna be ready.
0: One oven, it's impossible. It's literally again, Hallmark movies be darned. It's impossible. Yeah.
1: Just something (laughs) is gonna go sideways. Yeah. I mean, which I guess the good part about that is when we're talking about things going sideways and being chaotic, those are definitely usually the things that like make the memory. If something yeah. went totally well, weird.
0: Well, t- I will tell you. And I know that we are opening in January with an episode about epic mom fails, uh-huh. which listeners, you should all be very
1: excited about. Um, <laughs> way to start your year off yeah. right.
0: <laughs> but I will share an epic Christmas fail. Oh, let's hear it. From two Christmases ago. My in-laws came to visit. Um, oh. They- <laughs> Tina's laughing because she already knows what happened. They came to visit, as they often do, and I will tell you, they have not visited since this (laughs) incident. (laughs) Um, But they came, and very quickly, like it must have been on the plane, came down with norovirus, which for those of you who've had norovirus know spreads like the wind. So everyone in my home dropped like flies. I mean, it was like boom, 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 boom. And the only person who didn't get it was me. (laughs) And there was a point at which I was like, can I just have my turn, please? Because all I'm doing is laundry and cleaning up puke. Like, I can't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a very—I will never forget it. It was a Christmas one will never forget. There is that.
1: And it, truly, that wasn't a fail— Thankfully, on your part, no. you did nothing wrong. No. You were just last woman standing. <laughs> I was posting on Facebook like the
0: numbers, you know, like yes. here's who's still standing every single day.
1: virus 4.
0: Oh, my gosh. But this is the thing, I think, when we have all this pressure and expectation on what we want our holiday time to be like and then something goes super sideways like that, totally. it feels like it's ruined, you know? So I, I, it's just such a bizarre – it's a bizarre time of And year. that's
1: hard, too, because I think we do get our hopes up and our expectations up. And we have all the visions, like you've said, even that are presented to us in the media. And then if it doesn't live up to that, we can kind of beat ourselves up or be really bummed. And it's kind of about also taking good care of yourself. I, I think maybe that's perhaps the one actual – tip I can give today. I don't have any amazingness to offer. I just want to like enjoy the like, yep, it's hard. <laughs> there's some weird things for everybody. Either you're in Kira's house with Jews and Christians and black hole death or <laughs> or in my house where we don't even know who's coming on what day. But I I will say if there's anything I can just suggest is like, make sure you're okay. Because I, I know for us, one of the hard things is the years that we didn't have our kids on christmas since we do celebrate christmas and we'd be looking at this tree and all the decorations and the gifts under it and there's no kids tearing into the gifts and being happy and eating treats and so i i still say it was the best year it was bizarre i'll tell you why in a minute but the best thing we did was one year we just peaced out we're like we're not even going to be home for this and It was so good, and we went to Jamaica, and that's the part that was weird because being from Washington State where it's, like, dreary and cold, we rarely get snow. We don't always have a white Christmas, but it's, like, at least cold and dark and evergreen trees, and I was like, "What? I'm not – I'm not sure it feels Christmasy to me. I'm like with turquoise water <laughs> with the and palm trees. In the yeah, I mean people in Florida are probably like, yeah, we're used to that. It's fine. Or Arizona like, yes, the Christmas cactus. But for me it was like so weird. But here's what was great about that. It was so different yeah. that I wasn't thinking about, oh, I miss the people who aren't here. I, so it was good that the environment looked completely different.
0: We did that the first two Thanksgiving's after my mom died. We went to Disneyland. Oh. I was like, I can't be here. Thanksgiving was my special holiday with my mom, and it was really meaningful. And that first one, I was like, oh, no, Mm-mm, no. Oh. And so I told Dave, I was like, I need to be in the happiest place on earth where I'm not aware at all that it's Thanksgiving. And it worked like a charm the first year. The second year was more like, hmm, I know. I'm on I'm... to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on to myself. <laughs> i on to myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think that was really helpful. And then when we finally did come back to Thanksgiving, it's been really good because I took care of myself in that time so i think that's really sage advice to just make sure you're okay and be doing what you need to be doing to be to be okay yeah even
1: if it means you go bye-bye right because the year that we didn't do that i think our first year really first married christmas that wasn't our year whatever so see this is the confusion right like whose year? what but like we literally ended up eating food out of a grocery store deli on christmas day we were like this is bad (laughs) We're wallowing <laughs> in self pity and f- horrible fried chicken. I mean, it was you just know what ridiculous. you were.
0: You were Jews for the day.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: serious. So one of the hardest things about marrying into a Christian family was giving up my traditional Jewish Christmas, because people who aren't Christian, by the by, do have to figure out what they're doing on Christmas when sure. nothing is open. It's better now, but. When I was growing up, everything not, was closed. Everything was closed. The only places that were open were Chinese restaurants, the bowling alley, and the movie theaters. And that was it. So my friend Will and my friend Adam – Will is an atheist and Adam is a Muslim – and the three of us would go get Chinese food and go bowling on Christmas. because, And also, by the way, there was nothing to watch. Everything was Christmas, 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 mm-hmm. Christmas. So, like, if you're – a non-Christmas person, you're, you know, That's kind of challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then it was funny because as much as I'm all about Christmas and it was so exciting and here we were, you know, I've said before, like, it was almost like a letdown. Like, where's – there's supposed to be magic. Right? Like, the ma- yes. where's the magic? It's a Hallmark movie. I'm waiting. Hello? Where's the magic? You know, and it was just kind of like, oh, it's a day where you're with your family. Yeah. Okay. And it's a fun day. Right. But it's but, a day. And I felt like I lost my tradition mm. in a weird way. Like, not a tradition I was like super pumped about, but my traditional Christmas was gone. This thing that was happening every year was suddenly not there anymore. Right. So it's been kind of interesting because also then comes all this pressure that doesn't have any meaning to me. So Dave, you know, in England, they do a really fabulous like roast dinner, which has like roasted meat and Yorkshire pudding, which is like this amazing pastry thing that isn't sweet. It's salty um, and gravy and vegetables and it's amazing. Well, he misses that and Mm. we don't have that here. So it's not like we can just go out somewhere and get it. So then I feel like I have to maybe cook that, but then – that doesn't mean anything to me. You know, right. it's, it's complicated, I that think. Is so. There's parts of it that, like, the, you have an interfaith piece and an intercultural piece. Right. And for me, because my first Christmases were in England when Dave and I first got together, um, I actually resonate more with an, a British Christmas hmm. because those were my first, my earliest Christmas memories were in England.
1: So it is. It's all very bizarre. All kinds of things. Yeah. But I'm glad that you found a way to take care of yourself after your mom passed away and like after, I mean, when you're trying to mingle, well, then you, then you came from England to here and had to figure out like American Christmas and you had never done it because you were always stuck bowling. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, that's another piece too, right? I mean, some of it is around creating your own new traditions because even as a a family, You might be doing things now with your children that you didn't do growing up, and those are going to become your special memories. And that is hard, too. Whenever we let go of a season, you said something a minute ago about feeling like you lost your tradition because Mm -hmm. you weren't doing Christmas the way you did as the sad and lonely Jew on Christmas. (laughs) But I I think that's such a great parenting thing because I'm not and I'm not saying I have the answer to this because I'm not an empty nester yet. But this is worth thinking about, you guys, because one day you're going to also move on to how do you do Christmas without being with all the kids? Because there might be a year where that comes and they're not all with you or they're off with their own kids or needed to go see the other set of grandparents. Or you just need to figure out how to navigate that with your partner by yourself and and, you don't, and it's going to feel like a loss. Right. I mean, there's so many things where there's great new seasons in our life, but they also represent the loss of a different season.
0: But then this brings me right back to that idea of that photo album and that memory that you're keeping. We only get 18 that look this way. After that, partners come in and they have their own traditions and maybe they'll marry a Jew and all, you know, like there's going to be all these different things that might come down the pipeline that are going to change what you've got. So while you have what you have, make it meaningful.
1: Yeah, and I this is an interesting one for me because honestly the photo album thing doesn't resonate for me because I was in the middle of creating mine and I got a divorce. Yeah. So now those memories are a little bit tainted. They're not really happy photos. Sure. And so you you there are families for whom they're going to have to create New photo album yeah, totally. midway. and and you have to be really intentional about that because it's not like you can look back and just rely on that or rest on your laurels and go, well, we'll just keep all those same traditions because you've got new people, at least we did, new kids who are like, well, that's not how we do it. I mean, Scott would probably like <laughs> be so feisty if I share this, but i I don't he will be fine with it because we still laugh about it. But literally one of our first like big fights, I guess arguments was we could not agree on how to open gifts because we didn't have some system but he did like one person opens one everyone watches them and then they move on (laughs) to the next person we were like uh we just tear into this stuff okay so that's interesting
0: because I would have thought that went the other way (laughs) I feel like you are the more likely person to have a system
1: oh yeah I mean you would think but I just and that's partly because my whole life is a system so the days that are just a free-for-all are actually a real treat to me I love that like a day without some orderly way of doing it. And it was, I mean, it was heated. And then the kids had opinions because they'd been doing it a certain way for a a while. And so we ended up having to create like the new TD7 way. Like TD7 is our family nickname for Thayer Dumal 7. But I mean, it was yeah, we were ready to throw down.
0: Yeah. It's it's a very important <laughs> yes, decision.
1: And whether you open one gift on Christmas Eve or you save the whole thing for the morning. I mean, it's it, people have they, people get serious about the way they do things and so it was kind of funny to have to like recreate midstream.
0: Well, and I th- I think people get serious because it's such a huge marker. It marks our year. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that this year putting up the Halloween decorations and I was like wow it's Halloween already like I remember doing this last year this feeling of holidays mark our time so and we are aware on some level that we only get so many so we want them to be special and that looks different for
1: everyone and that's really tricky yeah and then the very thing of doing that like I was making a face you can't see it but then when we try so hard to make it special I think sometimes we do the opposite and so there also has to be room for like the holding it loosely because mm-hmm. something will probably take a left or go wrong or I mean it's Pe-peaking okay might happen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean norovirus, you can't you don't get to be in charge of that. <laughs> no. And you don't get to be in charge of like your life having a super big disruption because somebody dies or there's a divorce or like you can have those things crop up or even something that might seem smaller in your family, but is a really big deal. Like maybe the meal is a really central point and something gets burnt or it's raw or it falls on the floor after you take it out of the oven. I mean, any number of things. And so I think sometimes when we're, it must be magical, we actually kind of kill some of the magic. Yeah. I got to leave room for it to be unmagical.
0: Yeah. In, in point. Well, and the magic is is in what you carry forward with you, right? Like the memories yeah. that you have from, from it. Um, Last Christmas was amazing. We had the best, best, best winter break ever. Um, And we didn't do anything. We got um, some friends, gave us an extra um, Monopoly Junior that they had. And we just played it for two weeks. Like, all we did was put our fire on and play Monopoly Junior. And it was just... Sounds lovely. It was, but it was completely unexpected. It's not like we planned for that. Um, And I will carry that forever. It was just beautiful. Just beautiful. So I, I think I think it's true. I think probably a combo of what we've both been saying, right? Have a sense of what matters to you. Have a sense of how to carve out space for that. And then also just hold it loosely and be open to what might surprise you. you know? In a
1: in a hard way or a good way. Because sometimes the, the hard things come. And yeah, then you remember that for maybe not the best reason, like two years ago for you. But you could also have something like that yep. where it's just like, oh, just us in a board game. And it was great.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, oh, we everyone... have a quote.
1: Oh, yeah, we have a quote. Oh, but I also want to make sure people know, because we won't be releasing a weekly episode in December, we should talk about the final free attribute of the month. Oh, my gosh. People, this is it. Because
0: <laughs> I will end. tell you, it is already up on our shop for sale. So those of you that have been subscribed from the beginning, you have this product that we are now bundling and selling yes. on our shop. So if you want that last one, that last month in December, you want to get subscribed so you can get that one for free, then it's still available. If you hover over the shop tab on our website and cl- and go down, you'll see attribute of the month. It'll be up there through the end of December. and then And then
1: bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes. And we're talking about wisdom this month, which is such a great attribute to be fostering in your children and teaching them about how do they bring to bear their knowledge and intelligence and discernment as they learn to walk through life and make decisions and all of that. Such an important one. And you can still get that one for free, but not for long. So just wanted to throw that out there. Wait, before you do your quote, I have a question.
0: Yeah? I haven't, asked that. Oh, I haven't said that in so long. I missed that. Me too. Okay, so here's my question. What is your favorite holiday tradition with your kids?
1: Mm. Wow. <laughs> we have – it's interesting because they've changed over the years. So I, when they were little, we used to do only three gifts, and it was – it might seem kind of funny, but – we loved it and they would look so forward to it. And I think in the simplicity of that, because that was during the season of me being a single mom and all of that, I just remember how much I I feel like in a way they valued them even more because there were few of them, if that makes sense. So that was really special. And it's just something I remember. And also with uh, their dad, we used to go to Leavenworth and go to the tree lighting, which was so fun. And we would get like the chestnuts and apple cider and sing out in the town square and just watch the whole town light up and for people who aren't up in this corner of the world leavenworth is this amazing like bavarian style village up in the mountains literally made to look like a town up in like the german alps it's beautiful so super fun that was something cute and then what we've done since Being a blended family that I really appreciate is literally where our kids all met each other was at Snowflake Lane in Bellevue. So where we have a city that just puts fake snow down and there's like like they shut down the street and there's dancing and it's wild and crazy and fun. It's only like 30 minutes, but it's just a lot of music and fun. And so for years, we still went every year with all the kids. Now they've like (laughs) (laughs) flittered, flittered away and it hasn't been as possible. But for a long time, that really was I just really loved it. So that was like the old and the new. Those are some some special things that are kind of near and dear to my heart. I love that. That's awesome. What about you?
0: Well, ours are kind of ever-changing, I feel like, because – You know, some years my in-laws are here and we have some stuff with them and some years they're not. And also we've been kind of finding our way. You know, I think your family develops their traditions as you go. Um, But the one thing we've done every single year is put up the tree the day after Thanksgiving. And every now and then we're flexible with that. Like this year we will be doing it early because there's just not enough Christmas weeks this year. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I know this is a late Thanksgiving. Yeah. But we like... I make coffee and kids have hot chocolate Mm. and we put on carols and we decorate the tree. And I know it's like everyone does this. This is not a big deal. But for me, like I never did that. I always wanted a Christmas tree. That was like all I ever wanted was a Christmas tree. So for me, putting it up with my children. Extra specials in the background is just like my heart just is so warm
1: at, at that time. So yeah, I love that super cute all right i have to give kira credit for finding this quote today too it's adorable this is by larry Wilde. never worry about the size of your christmas tree in the eyes of children they are all 30 feet tall <laughs> see you get to be in charge of making great memories for your people so even if it's hard and crazy don't take that part lightly it's really special
0: that's right So we're wishing all of you, those of you in the States that celebrate very happy Thanksgiving and those of you all over the world, just a wonderful winter season, whether you're celebrating Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa. All the things. All the things. Merry all the things. Mm -hmm. Um, Just really hope it's a wonderful end of 2019. And we will be releasing those spin cycles, but we'll be back chatting officially with you uh, in the new year. Exciting. So have a wonderful holiday season and a very happy new year. Thanks for
1: listening, everyone. Raising Adults is produced by Kira Dorian and Dina Thayer and recorded in Kira's laundry room. Music by Seattle band Hannah Lee. Thanks for listening.